You don't need a study to tell you that aging and fatigue go hand in hand. Nevertheless, my friends at Nutritional Therapeutics, makers of NT Factor, point to 16 studies, all peer-reviewed and published in medical journals, showing that NT Factor can reduce fatigue, while at the same time, age-related changes in the cells are reversed. For 30 years, the makers of NT Factor have worked to improve our health spans by focusing on the mitochondria, the energy powerhouses of our cells. Their science shows that NT Factor, which I don't go a day without and recommend to my patients, improves our energy and prevents the deterioration that accompanies aging. It promises that our day-to-day lives will be improved, and they keep proving it in studies that include placebo-controlled trials, both in the academic institutions and in medical practices like mine. You can find NT Factor at your favorite health food store or online retailer, or to order direct, go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Don't let tiredness and fatigue rob your senior years. Invest regularly in the anti-aging benefit of NT Factor at ntfactor.com. You're listening to an encore broadcast, the best of intelligent medicine, with me, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to another hour of the weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. That means it's an opportunity for you to call in, 877-726-8255. We've got lots of interesting stories on tap for you uh, that I'll share with you in just a few moments. We'll talk ketogenic diet. We'll talk about uh, a new study that suggests that HRT, hormone replacement therapy, can not only not protect women from dementia, but may increase the risk for dementia. What's up with that? Uh, also, contraceptive use, oral contraceptives and depression, a new study on that, and a lot more. 877-726-8255. All right, let's go. Uh, one of the things that I do almost on a ritualistic basis is just about every night, I prepare myself a dinner salad of arugula and fresh beets, maybe with a little bit of fresh goat cheese on top, maybe some red onion, and then I sprinkle some crushed walnuts on top. Uh, I top it off with balsamic vinegar, and I drench it with olive oil. And that's pretty standard fair for me. Then, of course, I'll follow it up in the main course of protein, some more vegetables. But that's a pretty standard dinner for me. And a new study in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition suggests that the combination of those ingredients might just be a great hedge against dementia. Okay? Um, Dietary nitrate intake in relation to the risk of dementia and imaging markers of vascular brain health, population-based study. And what they found is that a higher intake of dietary nitrates, which are present especially in beets, but also in green leafy vegetables, to a high extent in arugula, can produce as much as a two-year delay in the onset of dementia. Uh, They also found with brain imaging that after consumption of a diet high in nitrates, individuals had a higher total brain volume 
I'll take that because, uh, as we know, as individuals age, their brain volume shrinks, right? You don't want to necessarily take a look at your MRI results if you're 80 or older because it will often indicate that there's some brain shrinkage. That's not good. Uh, So uh, they found that a higher intake of total and vegetable dietary nitrate was associated with a lower risk of dementia for every 50 milligrams per day increase. Um, So there you have it. That's an interesting study. By the way, uh, when you cook vegetables, they say there's about a 50% reduction in the nitrate content in vegetables. So raw vegetables preferable, but you're going to get some benefits from cooked vegetables. It's not without some benefit. They say, too, that there's something about vegetables that makes the dietary nitrates convert more to nitric oxide. Nitric oxide is something that dilates your blood vessels. They've actually done some studies that suggest that Viagra may be helpful for patients with dementia or Alzheimer's disease because it enhances circulation. It promotes circulation to a certain part of the body that is the object of erectile dysfunction medications, but it also may increase circulation to the brain as well. But they say that the content of vitamin C and polyphenols in fresh raw vegetables facilitates conversion of the dietary nitrates to nitric oxide. This, by the way, is not to be confused with nitrites, which can be found in preserved meats and bacon, sausage, uh, which may be carcinogenic. But dietary nitrates, spelled the same way, but with an A instead of an I, uh, may help to stave off dementia and Alzheimer's disease, according to the latest study. 877-726-8255, our number. And this one is bound to cause, in my opinion, undue alarm. Dementia risk tied to menopausal hormone therapy, even in women 55 and younger. Okay. Uh, a lot of women go through menopause and they complain that they feel brain dead. They, their memory fails. Uh, now, that is not always the case, but in a certain subset of women experiencing menopausal symptoms, there are hot flashes, of course, there are bodily aches and pains, there are sleep disturbances, there are sexual problems resulting from vaginal atrophy, um, and there are mood problems. But it was thought that giving women estrogen could actually preserve their cognitive function. Well, this study says, au contraire, dementia risk is tied to menopausal hormone therapy, according to the latest study. All right, let's do a little bit of a deep dive on this. Women ages 50 to 60 who had received estrogen progestin therapy had an increased risk of all-cause dementia by about 25% compared with women who never used the treatment. Uh, They found that uh, there was also a risk for women uh, taking it later on, you know, past the age of uh, 55 or 60. So here's the problem. Here's the problem with studies like this. It's all about something called reverse causation. And reverse causation, in this case, means 
that the very self-same women who were complaining bloody murder about their menopausal symptoms may have been less healthy women overall. It turns out that women who are obese, who have abnormal blood sugar, uh, they're more likely to have a rocky menopause than women who are thin, active, metabolically healthy. Although not always the case, because some women who are perfectly healthy go through hormone hell when they reach that milestone where their hormones decline. And they may benefit from hormone replacement therapy, which, by the way, uh, according to studies, uh, may be heart healthy. In addition, uh, the risk of breast cancer may have been overemphasized by the Women's Health Initiative, which caused a lot of alarm about women going on hormones, modern hormones, natural estrogen, natural progesterone, uh, not associated with a very high increase in breast cancer risk. And so uh, this study needs to be put in proper context. Is it because there's something bad about estrogen that damages the brain? I doubt it. Or is it because women who seek out hormone replacement therapy are less healthy and they go through rockier menopauses? They may be more overweight. They may be more pre-diabetic. Uh, they may have a host of other health problems that contribute to the likelihood that they're going to have menopausal distress. So uh, even women prone to sleep disturbances, uh, they uh, that may be a precursor in some cases to dementia. According to some studies, folks who have terrible sleep problems, not always, but sometimes, this can be a precursor to dementia and women seeking hormone replacement therapy because of a worsening of their insomnia uh, they may be already set up with or without hormone replacement therapy for a future history of dementia or Alzheimer's disease. So, yeah, that study, I mean, like, got to look at these studies and take them in context. And I'll share with you some additional studies. One of the nice things about intelligent medicine is we look at studies, but we also look at them with a critical eye because sometimes what you read in the mainstream press, uh, clickbait headlines, alarmist conclusions that if you actually read the studies may not be warranted. 877-726-8255, our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired. Always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. Wakanaga of America, makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, knows that most of us are having to stretch every dollar a little further these days. But that doesn't mean you should have to choose between saving money and your family's health. 
It's important as well as cost-effective to choose safe and multifunctional nutritional supplements. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been a superior cardiovascular supplement for over 50 years, backed by over 900 published scientific papers. Aged garlic extract has been shown to provide many cardiovascular benefits, including lowering blood pressure and improving arterial stiffness, and strong immune support. Kyolic Formula 103 includes vitamin C, mushrooms, and astragalus for immune and heart health, and Kyolic Formula 152 with omega-3s and vitamins D3, K2, E, and B6 for heart, bone, and immune health. Two excellent options that provide multiple health benefits for your family's health. Look for Kyolic at your local natural health store and online. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. Let me tell you about our PFAS campaign. PFAS chemicals are also known as forever chemicals. And I'm urging Intelligent Medicine listeners to become active in our campaign to enact a ban on these chemicals. They're a group of 12,000 chemicals that don't easily break down have been found everywhere, contaminating air, water, soil, and food. And research has linked them to a wide array of adverse health effects. The FDA tells us that from the testing it has done, that the vast majority of our food supply is safe from PFAS. But my organization, ANH-USA, of which I'm president, has independently tested uh, for PFAS levels in foods, and our results directly contradict the FDA's findings. We urgently need to create a groundswell of grassroots support for a ban on PFAS chemicals. So join me in filling out the forms at banpfas.org to send messages to Congress, the EPA, and the FDA urging them to protect the public and ban PFAS for good. That's banpfas.org. 877-726-8255, our number. That number available to you 24-7. Somebody recorded a question last week, so let's hear it. I'm 78 years old, and I have diabetes for about um, about 25 years, and I, I use insulin. I've just been listening to a doctor, and he believes that you have to treat the disease by using intermediate fasting and to get rid of the insulin and this disease is reversible. I was wondering if Dr. Hoffman believes in this same theory. Okay. Well, the answer is it depends. And uh, some people who are on insulin uh, may be able to reduce or even curtail their use of insulin through dietary methods. And it depends on whether your body is capable of producing insulin on its own. If your body is incapable of producing insulin on its own, then you need outside insulin. End of story. Uh, but if you have what is called type 2 diabetes or insulin resistance, uh, often a program of diet or intermittent fasting can uh, be helpful. But not always. And we have to look at your particular circumstance. We have to look at your height and your weight, your blood sugar. We can test whether you're making insulin to any extent uh, or whether you're incapable of making insulin. And then we can make a decision about whether you're a candidate uh, for reducing your insulin. So, you know, I kind of there's a whole lot on social media that, there, you know, sort of these blanket solutions, uh, these dramatic claims like, you know, 
Nobody needs to be on statin drugs. Nobody needs to be on insulin. Uh, you know, we all can do fine without medication if we simply ate right, exercised, and took the right nutraceuticals. And the answer is, you know, intelligent medicine, the best of high-tech medicine in some cases, applied conservatively, uh, with a bias towards natural solutions, and I'm all for them when they're feasible. And that's a lot of what I do these days because I'm kind of like uh, the – Supreme Court, where people appeal decisions made by their medical practitioners that they need to be on this drug or this therapy or need this surgery. Uh, and, you know, I'm the tell me it ain't so doc. But in some cases, I have to render an opinion that indeed you do require certain of your medications. We can reduce your dependency on others, but we can't completely wean you off of everything because your body's past the point of no return in terms of its ability to control various things like blood pressure, uh, your lipid profile, uh, your uh, blood sugar. These are sometimes things that need a little boost from medication. So, yeah, I mean, it's appealing. You know, just intermittent fasting won't need insulin. It may be applicable to some, but one size doesn't fit all. 877-726-8255, our number. Uh, here's an item that I want to share with you. If you're suffering from a serious health challenge or just want to protect your good health, I want to tell you about Metatrol Fermented Wheat Germ Extract from American Biosciences. Imagine every cell in your body working at peak performance, achieving enhanced energy, quality of life, and optimal immune system performance. Well, more than 50 research articles in peer-reviewed medical journals describe fermented wheat germ extracts' remarkable health benefits in a wide range of serious health challenges. Metatrol is the most potent fermented wheat germ extract ever produced. And it's the only one that's gluten-free. Just two Metatrol capsules daily supports your immune system, cellular health, and energy production. So rescue your mitochondrial function and optimize your energy with Metatrol fermented wheat germ extract. For more information and to order, go to theharmonycompany.com. That's theharmonycompany.com. Or call 800-422-5518, 800-422-5518. Use coupon code HOFFMAN20 at checkout and get a 20% first-time discount and free shipping. It's a great offer, so check it out. Uh, when we return, we're going to talk about uh, oral contraceptives and the risk of depression. Uh, do you trade one worry which is the worry about an unwanted pregnancy for another problem, which is that these hormone-based interventions can undermine your psychological health. 877-726-8255, our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. If you're looking to maintain peak brain health, I'd like to introduce you to a cutting-edge new brain support formula from my friends at Thorne, Cinequel. If you're recovering from a head injury or play contact sports, you should pay special attention. Cinequel is formulated with the best research nutrients that support healthy brain structure and cognitive function. Cinequel's active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and help protect against oxidative stress. It's available in two strengths 
Cinequel for everyday maintenance, and Cinequel Plus, which provides higher amounts of certain nutrients for shorter-term post-impact support. For more information and to purchase Cinequel, just go to drhoffman.com slash thorn. There, you'll also find some of my other favorite Thorn products. That's DearHoffman.com slash Thorn for the essential nutritional brain support formula, Cinequel. If you're a big sports fan like me, sometimes the best part about watching a football game are the pre- and post-game shows. Well, it's the same for probiotics. The most important part of probiotics are the prebiotics and postbiotics that come along. Not all probiotics have this superior combination. That's why I only buy Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. You see, prebiotics feed the probiotic colonies in your intestines, and postbiotics are the organic nutrients produced by Dr. O'Hara's three-year fermentation process that become the foundation for long-term colonization of the good bacteria in your body. This is so important. No other probiotic formula has this. As I get older, I want to protect my health the best I can and use only the best supplements that are available. So score a touchdown for your health. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers and online. Don't accept a substitute. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. A spotlight on creatine, which is a supplement used by bodybuilders. Periodically, I've used creatine. I, lately, I'm back on the creatine bandwagon. Uh, it's a powder. I mean, you can take capsules, but you have to take a lot of capsules to reach the requisite uh, dosage, uh, which is uh, 500, uh, I'm sorry, 5 grams a day. So if it's 500 milligram capsules, you'd have to take 10 capsules, but you can also take a scoop of creatine powder. It mixes well in a whey protein shake. And by doing this regimen for the past few months, uh, I put on about six or eight pounds of lean body mass, which is great because as one ages, one is prone to sarcopenia, which is loss of lean muscle. And so uh, it is, I think, a good way to fend off frailty. Uh, so I use it in my patients who are kind of wasting away. Uh, it also may improve cognitive function, according to some studies looking at healthy individuals, uh, the various parameters of brain function, uh, memory and performance are improved with creatine, which is an interesting side benefit. You know, you thought that people taking creatine were just a bunch of muscle heads, but actually uh, they may be helping not just their physique, but their brain function as well. Uh, there's a new study here which looks at the impact of creatine supplementation on uh, the damaging effects of exercise. Uh, exercise uh, is a form of stress. Uh, it results in increased levels of reactive oxygen species generation. And it can overwhelm the, the body's antioxidant system, resulting in oxidative damage to lipids, proteins, and DNA, especially, you know, very prolonged high-intensity exercise. Uh, for example, it's been shown that acute bouts of exercise can result in activation of several systems of radical generation. Aerobic exercise causes whole-body oxygen consumption uh, to increase 10 to 20-fold over the resting state, and all that oxygen can result in uh, oxidative free radicals. So they did this study where uh, they gave uh, 
two groups, either creatine at the standard dose, five grams of creatine monohydrate per day or placebo. And they looked at measures of DNA damage and oxidative stress. And what they found was that creatine supplementation reduced oxidative DNA damage and lipid peroxidation induced by a single bout of, of uh, resistance exercise. Uh, this study was undertaken in uh, accomplished resistance trained athletes, so they could really pump iron. They did uh, seven sets of four exercises uh, and um, they um, demonstrated a protective effect of the creatine. So for those of you engaged in uh, exercise, wanting to fend off weight loss, doing something with your brain, uh, creatine may be a good idea. One caution is if you're taking creatine, uh, stop taking it before your next blood test because on a standard blood test, they measure something called creatinine. And creatinine is a byproduct of creatine and it's a marker of kidney function. And if you're taking creatine, you may get a false elevation in your creatinine, which will lead your doctor to think, oh my God, you know, your kidneys aren't working efficiently. Uh, that is a, a spurious elevation. It doesn't damage your kidneys. It's safe to take, but it will just result in a, uh, in a, in a spurious, uh, warning that your kidneys are under stress. Uh, by not taking it for 48 hours before, you can obviate that problem. So five grams per day, the standard dose, sometimes people load with doses of 20, 15, or 10 for a week or two before going to a maintenance dose of five. And it's very well tolerated. You know, very high doses may cause a little gastrointestinal, um, shall we say, hurry. It could have a laxative effect at those high doses. All right, as you know, and we talked about stress before, stress is universal. And one of the things that is in my armamentarium to combat the effects of stress is CBD. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I have found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep. It's a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand that I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation to the Reserve Collection, a gummy. The Reserve Collection is a specially curated blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids, rich and bold. The Reserve Collection produces strong feelings of calm, comfort, and relief when intense support is needed. Enjoy a deeper CBD experience with Plus CBD's Reserve Collection of oils, soft gels, and now gummies all of their products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients to learn more and to order visit pluscbdoil.com slash hoffman and use coupon code hoffman 30 for 30 percent off that's pluscbdoil.com slash hoffman for plus cbd's new reserve collection gummies check it out uh let's uh just a reminder our number 877-726-8255 where you can record a question and let's hear one of those at what level should you be concerned about your A1C level? And the question probably also applies to your blood test when you go to the doctor after fasting for 12 hours. Okay, so hemoglobin A1C, and I have a nice article on that subject at drhoffman.com. If you just uh, go through our archives, there's a search feature there, and you can look up hemoglobin A1C, sometimes referred to as glycosylated hemoglobin, and it's usually abbreviated HGB 
capital A, one, lowercase c. And it addresses the problem that simply checking your blood sugar at a single time during the day, during the week, during the month, uh, does not reveal what we need to know about your average blood sugar over time. So you may have just had breakfast and you have a high blood sugar, but does that mean that you have high blood sugar all the time? Or uh, you may uh, have uh, vigorously fasted and perhaps you just exercised and you have a blood sugar that's normal, but that doesn't necessarily mean that your blood sugar is normal all the time. Hemoglobin A1C rates your blood sugar over time, and it's not along the same scale as glucose readings. Glucose readings, normal range ranges from 70 to, say, 120, up to 140 after you've eaten. Uh, but hemoglobin A1C is usually in the range of anywhere from uh, 4.5 at the very lowest uh, to up to 10. I've seen 10, 11, 12 in poorly controlled diabetics. The normal range is considered anything below 5.7. In other words, uh, up to 5.6 is normal, 5.7 to 6.2 or 6.4 is borderline diabetes, sometimes known as metabolic syndrome, insulin resistance, and above 6.2, 6.4, pretty definitively you've got, uh, uh, you've got diabetes. So, uh, however, you know, for someone with insulin dependent diabetes, it's going to be hard even to get, uh, below seven. Uh, many endocrinologists uh, want to get you below seven as goal, even though for an ordinary healthy person, that may not be the healthy goal. That's in insulin-dependent diabetes. My goal is to get people into the normal range, 5.6 or lower. And in fact, uh, Dr. David Perlmutter, who we have on frequently as a guest, and has a wonderful website, lots of resources there, uh, and has written a book, Grain Brain, proposes that we get our hemoglobin A1C as low as possible for cognitive health. And he notes that studies show that for each 0.1 gain in hemoglobin A1C, there's about a 10% increase in your risk of cognitive decline. So even people in the normal range, maybe they're, you know, borderline, they're 5.6 or 5.7, they may experience adverse effects to their cardiovascular system, increasing the risk of heart disease, uh, to their brains, to their kidneys, and other uh, and other target organs. So, uh, you know, I kind of play hemoglobin A1C limbo. How low can you go? I recently tested myself, and I was 4.8, which suggests very good blood sugar control through a combination of diet and exercise and good genes, I guess, because I don't really have a, a susceptibility to high blood sugar. Uh, but, um, you know, it kind of depends on the circumstances. If you have... Um, high risk for cognitive decline. We really want to go full court press on the hemoglobin A1C, um, a la Dr. Perlmutter's recommendations, because the lower, the better. And you can't just rest in your laurels like, oh, I don't have diabetes. That's okay. I think a lot of conventional doctors are kind of permissive about it. They see people with borderline hemoglobin A1C and they go, hey, you know, hey, I see a lot of that. No biggie. Uh, if it goes above a certain level, we'll treat it. Uh, yeah, you're a little older. You're 65. You're 72. We normally see this, these upward creeps in that. Uh, studies of primitive tribes, which are on good diets, uh, show that uh, there is no physiological increase in hemoglobin A1C uh, on a healthy diet with lots of physical activity. Uh, it's just that in the West, we tend to get progressively fatter. 
and slower, and our hemoglobin A1C inevitably rises. So uh, there you have it. I mean, is there a single number that's a cutoff? The lower the better, in my opinion. All right, 877-726-8255, our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. This is Intelligent Medicine. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R dot com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Back to Challenge Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. If you were listening to last week's broadcast or you, if you listen to the podcast, our, our broadcast, by the way, if you miss a broadcast, you can't listen live, you can always check out drhoffman.com and it'll be posted as a podcast on Monday. So you can always catch up with uh, something that you missed over the weekend. But I interviewed Dr. Mary Hardy, who's uh, got very prestigious credentials as the Director of Integrative Medicine at Cedars-Sinai Hospital in L.A., which is the hospital to the stars and the celebrities, and a very prominent uh, hospital. And she's also affiliated with uh, the uh, UCLA Integrative Medicine Program. And uh, she's big on something called Metatrol, which is a fermented wheat germ extract from American Biosciences. And it kind of recalls the old days. Remember, uh, Dell Davis uh, used to tell us to sprinkle wheat germ on everything. And there is something to it, but a lot of people are concerned about the potential for wheat allergy or gluten sensitivity. Uh, Metatrol obviates these problems. It's the most potent fermented wheat germ extract ever produced. And it's the only one that's gluten-free. Just two Metatrol capsules daily supports your immune system, cellular health, and energy production, and also has a significant impact on mitochondrial function. You can optimize your energy with Metatrol fermented wheat germ extract, and people with challenging health conditions take it as well. For more information and to order, go to theharmonycompany.com. That's theharmonycompany.com or call 800-422-5518, 800-422-5518. Use the coupon code HOFFMAN20 at checkout. You can get a 20% first-time discount and free shipping. That's theharmonycompany.com. And so impressed was I with uh, Mary Hardy on our short segment during the weekend program that I've invited her for a full, uh, a full-form uh, podcast. Uh, we do these uh, long-form interviews with uh, experts of various kinds on our uh, podcast during the week. And so look forward to that uh, sometimes later this month uh, or next month with Dr. Mary Hardy on the subject of fermented wheat germ extract, the product Metatrol. Okay, uh, let's do a little bit of a lightning round on some of the stories that have set the world of health ablaze. This one's for the Guinness Book of Records. 
Surgeons in Sri Lanka have removed the largest and heaviest kidney stone on record from a 62-year-old patient. The stone measured 5.26 inches in length and 4.15 inches in width and weighed in at 1.76 pounds. <laughs> it broke the previous size record, which was set in 2004 when a 5.11 inch stone was removed from the kidney of a man in India. Well, what's it about the, uh, the Indian subcontinent? Uh, <laughs> Sri Lanka. Then there was another one in uh, Pakistan uh, back in 2008 with a kidney stone weighing 1.36 pounds. So uh, this is the supposedly the new record. Um, however, there's a challenge to that. Uh, David Goldfarb, MD, a nephrologist at NYU Langone Health in New York City, says, hold my beer. Uh, he says he wasn't sure it was indeed a record. He notes a nearly 2.5 pound stone that was about 6.7 inches in diameter. The stone was removed from a patient in Hungary in 2009. So, uh, you know, and so <laughs> you can imagine these stones are really painful as they pass through your urethra. Uh, this one would be like, oh my God, given birth, forget about it. All right. Uh, colchicine is an ancient remedy. It actually was a remedy that was used in ancient Egypt, the papyri of ancient Egypt and hieroglyphics reveal that colchicine was used as an, as an anti-inflammatory. It's a derivative of the autumn crocus plant, which is native to the Nile Basin. But uh, it has been used in conventional medicine for treatment of gout. Uh, it has now been approved by the FDA, forget this, cardiovascular disease. So it joins the armamentarium of things like statins, PCSK9 inhibitors, uh, even uh, prescription fish oil as a remedy and preventive for cardiovascular disease. Uh, the, uh, the brand name of this culture scene is Lodoco. And why, oh, why was it approved? Well, it turns out that a big component of cardiovascular disease is inflammation, high levels of C-reactive protein, especially, specifically HSCRP, uh, have been shown to be a risk factor and statins don't lower CRP. So it's suggested for people at high risk of a cardiac event, such as people who've had a heart attack or people who have angina, uh, who have high levels of CRP, that they may consider taking colchicine as an anti-inflammatory to combat high levels of C-reactive protein. And while we're on the uh, miracle uh, thing with the Guinness Book of Records, uh, you ever hear of instances where uh, women, perhaps you know someone who's done this, or maybe you yourself has done this. Uh, you've had IVF because you've had fertility problems. So you went the high tech route. Perhaps you're a little older. Uh, you didn't, you weren't making eggs. Uh, so you went to the IVF route and you had a child. Congratulations. Uh, but then, uh, you resume normal sexual relations and lo and behold, you get pregnant the old fashioned way. Well, we, tend to think of that as being a remarkable outlier, you know, kind of like uh, the virgin birth. But according to a study, it's not all that uncommon. One in five women become pregnant naturally after having a baby conceived with IVF. The first of its kind research published in Human Reproduction analyzed data from 11 studies of over 5,000 women 
And they found that at least one in five women conceived naturally after having a baby using fertility treatments such as IVF. So, uh, you know, I guess uh, uh, that is a message of hope, <laughs> or alternatively, a message of caution for those not using contraception after IVF. You may have a pleasant or unpleasant surprise. All right, thanks very much uh, for joining us uh, as I repeat from time to time, 877-726-8255 is your number to record a question during the week, anytime, 24-7. Take advantage of everything Intelligent Medicine has to offer. Follow the Intelligent Medicine podcast on your favorite podcast app. And get new episodes every week. Today. Also, follow me on Facebook and Twitter for the latest health news and fully vetted product recommendations. Subscribe to our newsletter, for in-depth articles, and check out drhoffman.com for all things Intelligent Medicine. Have a great weekend.